Welcome to Day Zero Update for January 31st, 2021. I'm your host, Chris Logie. And I'm Brandon Perkins. And yeah, just a two-man crew this week. Uh, yep. Dan Ribb's busy with some other stuff, but uh, still got a bunch of stuff here to talk about. Uh, we got the newest Cyber Project Red news that maybe doesn't go quite where you want it or expected it to. Uh, we got some stuff mm. happening here over the next few months, some stuff getting delays, some getting dates. Uh, a couple announcements here. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, some good news, some bad news. And and we also got the, uh, the new games coming to PlayStation plus and games with gold uh, here coming up. So before we get to that, mm-hmm. we'll talk about what we've been playing. Uh, I've been playing some more cyber shadow. Uh, finished up the the next level, mm-hmm. the next boss, uh, which wasn't too bad. I beat it on my second try once I got the the hang of it. Uh, it's the one with the mm-hmm. uh, the big like thing in the wall, and it has like two laser turrets outside of it that just drops these yeah. uh, cubes of trash mm-hmm. that are your way of actually getting up there because it can be a bit tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. thing that takes a while to get used to in this game is that you can't crouch, and there's no like upward or lower attacks yeah. or anything like that. Uh, yeah, least not so yet. So play around with that with the level design. Yeah, you do they get play around with that stuff early on, having mm-hmm. offset platforms. Where it's like, oh, I can shoot my shuriken here and do some attacks without having to engage this enemy or stuff like that. But that's also the mm-hmm. thing they do with the the flying enemies. Uh, that are just there to kind of fuck with you if you're not, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have a grasp on that stuff yet. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. just got to the point where I can actually like kind of upgrade the checkpoints. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's that stage is kind of wild once you get the the big laser that just shoots through the area, and just watch like triggering the en- enemies to try and fly to you and. These get destroyed by it. It's like all sweet justice. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely tough. But it's so far it's not been too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, they they do a good job with the level design to kind of maximize your need to be on your shit. Because uh, so with the the, oh. the trash cubes just falling down, uh, they give the enemies just enough room so that if you don't time your jump right, you'll most likely hit the enemy and it'll bounce you just back enough far enough to fall into the trash chute to your death. Uh, hit a number of deaths yep. to that, but mm-hmm. uh, once you get the hang of that, it's it's a game where you probably don't want to rush too much. Or else you're just going to cause yourself headaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes me do want to yeah. see what the speed runs are like in that game. Uh, mm. People that actually know what the hell they're doing with that, so... That's been fun. Yeah. Um, been playing more 13 Sentinels. Uh, I finished a couple more prologues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I just finished Megumi's. Uh, so we're at the point mm-hmm. where starting to gather a good crew of uh, mech fighters, that kind of stuff, and starting to get some yeah get some weird scenarios going on here. Uh, as people are getting mm-hmm. teleported or transported to the future and back, 
uh, and having all sorts of weird shenanigans with uh, uh, the timeline stuff. And I just had a cat reveal mm-hmm. itself as being able to speak. So, you know, yep. it's a full anime there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yep. that been, that's been good so far. Uh, I've been playing more Fortnite. Uh, I got my Predator. Yeah, they just dropped Snake Eyes, I think, in the past day or two. Uh, I'm going to get that. Yep. Because uh, I don't have any G.I. Joe nostalgia. So no interest in that. Um, but yeah, also played some more auto chess. Had my best run where I think I got third uh, in one of the matches, which is uh, eight players. And upon finishing it, the game just crashed, you know, which is fun when to spend like 20, 30 minutes on a match and think you're kind of getting it and it just crashes to be like, oh, cool. Uh, but it seems to, I think I kept all my stuff, so it doesn't really matter either way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that game's continuing to be kind of just outside of my yeah. grasp of understanding what I'm doing. Uh, so yeah, they just started a new season mm-hmm. uh, today, so I grabbed the, the first few items out of that that are free. So that's been that. And also played the Balan Wonder World demo uh, that just came out. And that is a weird game. Uh, it is a 3D platformer. The It controls unlike what you would mm-hmm. expect out of it from a Yuji Naka game. Uh, the, you don't have any attacks initially i think you can maybe jump on enemies that are around but until you get a suit you don't have any specific abilities uh at that point so you have to sort of get the suits that give you abilities uh when you're in them uh, so there's one that i had that's oh. like a, a higher jump so you can get these uh uh these big jumps that you can't really reach on the normal jump uh what else was there I forget what the other one was. I basically played one level and was like, yeah, that's enough of this for me. Which seems to be the general sentiment from people that were expecting something more grand, I guess. Uh, So yeah, that is... uh, That game seems like it'll be okay. I don't know if it's going to be anything to the extent that people would expect from Yuji Naka's resume. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll see how that goes when it's out fully and you have a Mm-hmm. A more complete game to play with, but uh, that's been it for me. How about you, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, just like you, I have been also been playing a lot of Cyber Shadow. Um, I'm obviously a lot further along than you are, and yeah, I can tell you that thing with the uh, the trash compactor. Yeah, that uh, that is peanuts compared to some of the stuff you're going to be going to be facing fairly soon. Um, the game does a pretty good job of like slowly, you know, like not slowly, but giving you a good idea of what the game's mechanics are. And then it pretty much cranks up the difficulty exponentially from there. Um, the game is it's amazing. I mean, especially considering this game was basically a one man project. It's outstanding. Um, 
Yeah, it definitely and has some of the you know, flourishes it's that you expect like, like a night. thing you would expect yacht club yacht club to publish because um, it's right in their uh, in their in their ballpark. Um, a really good mm-hmm. and uh, also you know just everything about it is great. Um, um, other than that, I'm still also playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I'm now in Chapter Five, and we're now getting ready to blow up Reactor Five. Um, and yeah, it's just all this weird shit still keeps happening. <laughs> um, that you know just sort of alters the way you would expect the Final Fantasy VII story to go. Um, and it really does have me like excited to see what the possibilities are because they're actively trying to like that, you know, that that's the neat thing about the game's title is it's not a remake in the literal sense that it is a shot for shot recreation of the original game. It's literally the game trying to remake the original story into something different. <laughs> All right. And so yeah, it's uh that's pretty amazing. It's been I'm a, not a gonna weird lie. week just um, because we're kind of but, uh, still waiting for like yeah, big releases. It's been some small stuff so far. But uh yeah, we've got uh, some news here. So if you're still waiting for big games to play, uh we have uh, some stuff that can tide you over mm-hmm. here with uh, the PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold lineups for this month uh coming up as is the last day of the january here yeah so we have for playstation plus it'll be destruction Mm all-stars as the main ps5 game uh which is not a surprise they announced that Mm -hmm. uh, it was delayed from the launch to february and would be playstation plus for two months so uh this month Mm -hmm. and next it'll be available yeah uh they did put out a state of play video it's about like seven minutes showing off how mm-hmm. the game works, and it looks pretty neat. Uh, I'm curious to check it out in action, but uh, from what mm-hmm. they've shown so far uh, of that, it looks really interesting. Uh, where it's kind of a, mm. it's a multiplayer game where you're kind of more of a driver, uh, a person instead of just a car, because uh, you initially start out in a in a in your uh, human form, you go run and pick up uh, cars jump into them, start driving them. There's like three types, mm-hmm. like a sporty car, a big uh, like van type, mm-hmm. uh, like tank kind of a vehicle that can take a lot mm-hmm. of damage, but maybe isn't the fastest. And there's one, it's like a, a real agile kind of uh, drifter car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're kind of running around, running into people, mm-hmm. you destroy their car, they get popped out. Uh, and they drop gears, and that's what you collect. Depending on the mode, there's like oh. four modes, I think, uh, for that. But in your human form, you have parkour skills. Uh, so there's some uh, stuff you can pick up in the environment uh, through like wall running, climbing, mm-hmm. platforming, that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's and just mm-hmm. ways of avoiding getting run over by cars if you can help it. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that looks pretty neat. Has a, a pretty good diverse cast of characters to it as well. So I used to try that out and see if it's as good as it looks or not. And uh let's see for uh the PS5 mm-hmm. and the PS4 is control ultimate edition. Yeah. Uh so 
Yeah, if you remember the whole thing with uh, Control getting uh, upgrades for the new consoles is that they claim they couldn't mm-hmm. just offer those for free to people that own the game. Uh, this kind of sidesteps that a good bit for people on PS5. Uh, now it's going to be on PlayStation Plus, so you can just grab this. The mm-hmm. upgrade, I think, is available in a couple of days here. I forget specifically what that might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like the 4th or something like that here in a few days. Mm. And they just revealed the like specs of what the uh, upgraded performance will be for that. And so like, there's a performance mode that gives you 60 FPS uh, gameplay at 1440p render resolution and 4K output. Uh, mm. There's a graphics mode that targets 30 FPS performance with ray tracing, uh, the transparency and reflections at 1440p render resolution and 4K output. Yeah. Uh, only the performance mode is on Xbox Series S. Mm. Uh, 60 FPS, no ray tracing, 900p render resolution and 1080p output. Uh, but it does has support for the dual sense, uh, the haptics, and the trigger stuff. And also supports the activity cards and game help stuff. So people may have been expecting a little bit more, but that game mm. is a very demanding game. Uh, with its mm-hmm. destructible environments and explosives, it's why I believe it doesn't really give you too many explosives to use. Uh, mm. Let's see, the final game... Uh, for this month is Concrete Genie, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a really good game. People should definitely check that out. Um, mix of platformer and like artsy game uh, as you're drawing oh, yeah. these different uh, mm-hmm. golems, I believe, or oh, the genies yes. uh, to them. So uh, you can also play that in PSVR. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the full game, but there's some additional modes mm-hmm. that you can do some of that stuff in uh, VR. So yeah, that is uh, the slate for this month. Uh, really good slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, really interesting stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Games of Gold. Kind of already knew. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Especially uh, Control. Yeah. Especially Control. Yeah. If you have not played Control yet, you absolutely yeah, should. Yeah, 505 had a big $20 sale for that it. thing um, uh, during the holidays. That game has so a lot like going this. for it. At biting on that, finding out. Oh well, this thing could have been free with PS Plus, mm-hmm. but uh, that happens. Mm-hmm. Let's see. For games with gold, we already kind of know this a little bit because it was part of the the old Xbox Live <laughs> price increase uh, kerfuffle. Uh, but the main one is uh, Gears Five, uh, which if you already have Game Pass Ultimate, you've had access to that for a year now. So. Uh, slight change yeah. in potential ownership of that. Yeah. But uh, let's see for Xbox One, there's Resident Evil, the, the remake. Uh, let's see on the 16th for Xbox One is Dandara Trials of Fear Edition, which I played a bit on PS5, mm-hmm. and that game's pretty good if you're into the Metroid style games. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the older stuff, there is the, let's see, February 1st, there's the mm-hmm. Xbox version of Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Yep. Which I have not played that one, uh, but that's a like third-person action adventure thing on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I remember ha- seeing like mixed reviews on that stuff. Uh, so, but you can check it out. 
see for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final game available for uh, the 360 BC yeah. is uh, on February 16th is Lost Planet 2, uh, which is the game where Capcom said, hey, Monster Hunter is really good. Let's make Lost Planet 2 that. And people are confused why the sequel to mm-hmm. the mech shooter is more like Monster yeah. Hunter. <laughs> and that kind of was the game that kind of uh, put a pin in that series as being mm-hmm. something that people really liked. Uh, very divisive, and 3 came out, and nobody really cared anymore about a new Lost Planet game. Yeah. But it's all right for what it is, but it's just not what people wanted Very from much. the original game. Mm-hmm. So that is your Games with Gold lineup. Uh, pretty good lineup there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not worth uh, a double uh, increase of the yearly cost of, game, uh, of Xbox Gold. But since they canceled that, uh, you know, you get to take advantage of that anyway. So that is uh, your lineup of free stuff here for the month. Let's get back onto the CD Project Red train once more. Uh, luckily, nothing mm-hmm. too bad here this week. Uh, they just released the official modding tools for Cyberpunk 2077. So that uh, mm-hmm. if you have ideas for how to make it better, you can do it yourself uh, while you wait for the devs to fully fix that game and make it what it was what it should have been at launch and they immediately uh, realized that this was a mistake because people started making mods where you can have sex with Keanu Reeves character and they said no we don't want that no stop and pulled it yep yeah (laughs) too late but uh, yeah it creates an awkward sex scene with uh, Johnny Silverhand in the game. Yep, so I don't know why they didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. But hey, <laughs> it's like when you see the, the video of somebody that swapped the models for Catwoman yeah. and Batman in the one scene in Arkham Knights, and you can kind of see how uh, weird mm-hmm. that is, uh, as well as like yeah. how the kind of some of the sexism in the way that Catwoman is mm-hmm. uh, portrayed in that. Or she's just being overly Arkham Knight. Or just her animation is over. Yeah. In which one? Her animation is just overly like sexual. Arkham Knight. Uh, at times. Yeah. But you can kind of see how weird it looks when it's well, Batman. Well, she's Catwoman. That's kind yeah, of... Maybe this is a little bit much. I mean, that's the whole... That kind of thing, but uh, yeah, so that's that's ah, there if you want it for Cyberpunk uh, on PC. Uh, but let's get some dates here. Crystal Dynamics mm-hmm. still working on the Avengers. Uh, announced that their War Table stream is going to be happening on February 16th, where they will reveal uh, Hawkeye mm-hmm. that is being added to the game. Uh, I assume we'll get a date during the stream, but it's also where we'll mm-hmm. see an update about the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of the game. Yeah. They will be showing them off for the first time. And maybe a... Yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye is the one they're showing Yeah, they're supposed to be adding new characters too, aren't they? Uh, Spider-Man still is not to be seen. Yeah. 
Because I know she. Yeah, I know She Hulk is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Kate Bishop's the only one point. that's been added in so far, I believe. Uh, yeah, that game has been kind of a disaster mm-hmm. for them. They're hoping to have it be like a new Destiny Two, and realize it's not. Yeah, it, 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 it I mean, the mm-hmm. no, it uh, it was it came out. It was really shallow. Um, the campaign was basically. Just I've heard the the campaign's kind of there. the best part of it. Um, when you get to the multiplayer stuff, it's just not as good as it it needed to be. It is, to but here's the thing. Yeah. I want you exactly. need to have like end game yeah, content. Exactly. And there's not really much of that um, there. Uh, unless you're just into grinding for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Especially when you can only play with one character in the party at a time, which none of these other games actually do. So if they had maybe focused exactly. more on just that campaign, that would have been better for everybody. And they wouldn't be able to have, you know, tons of cosmetics and, uh, currencies and microtransactions and all that. Because, you know, that's affected the Spider-Man games a lot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got a delay here. Returnal was supposed to be released March 19th. Has now been pushed to April 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony said here on their tweet, Sony Interactive Entertainment and Housemark have made the decision to move the release date in order to give the team extra time to continue mm-hmm. to polish the game to the level of quality players mm-hmm. expect from Housemark. Uh, I was like, yeah. Do that. Take the time you need. Uh, only one more month, so it's not too much of a delay. I assume we'll still be getting delays here throughout the year as uh, COVID-19 is not going away. It's still not changing how uh, people are working from home and all the challenges that come with that. So, yeah, that's uh, still going to be a thing this yeah. year. Uh, here's a game that uh, you might have forgotten about, mm-hmm. Mutant. That is a uh, finally, yeah. Uh, but a lot of people probably have because it's been in the works for quite a while. People have been waiting for dates, oh, and it is finally coming out May twenty fifth. Yep. Uh, PS four, Xbox One, and PC. I'm not sure they're going to oh, have forgotten about versions it. of that stuff, but at least be available for uh, the new consoles through BC. Mm-hmm. I think they still had that ridiculous special edition for that game. It was like super expensive. I forget what it's the cost is, but uh, yeah, three hundred ninety nine dollars. Like that's a lot to ask yeah. for the first game of a potential franchise. Mm-hmm. Hey, who knows? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah, another game has been delayed here. The Lord of the Rings Golem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that has Gollum with uh, really ugly hair. That's okay. uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, being made by Daedalic Entertainment. But uh, yeah, but the hair they have on this model really stands mm-hmm. out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was being published by Nacon. The uh, uh, coming to PS5, PS4, all the Xboxes, and Switch and PC. That's uh, it's going to be coming out this Gollum year, period. but it's going to push back yeah. to 2022. <laughs> No date, yeah. just the sometime next year. So yeah, that is uh, got to wait a bit more to see what's going on with that game. Uh, let's see, Zen Studios they revealed 
uh, what's next for Pinball FX, and that is just a game called Pinball FX. Uh, coming out this yeah. year, later this year. Uh, they had a show that they're doing like every month called the Pinball yep. Show. Uh, this was the thing they uh, announced to kick it off. And yeah, they call it their most ambitious pinball project to date. Introduces Pinball Royale. Mm-hmm. You know, Battle Royale style pinball mode, which is a weird mm-hmm. thing, but sure. Uh, new career mode, challenge modes, a clan system, yeah, enhanced visuals, and more. Leagues, tournaments, and competitive play have been retooled to bring the community together in unique ways. Mm-hmm. Live events and seasonal content, I mean, there's always something new going on. Editions then will introduce original tables featuring brand new intellectual mm-hmm. properties, which will be revealed in the near future. Yeah, and that'll be exciting to see, and I assume they'll be letting you bring in a lot mm-hmm. of uh, tables from the old uh, games into this. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a little teaser trailer, but it doesn't really show much. So, oh, we'll see more of that later this year, but uh, it'll be out, you know, sometime in the next, like, 10 months, I assume. Hopefully, yeah. Let's see here, Celeste. Celeste was a really good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the the first Celeste game. Uh, they released a Pico 8 engine uh, game called Celeste. Uh, before that, that was yeah. kind of like a trial of what that game could be. Uh, now it's called Celeste Classic. It's on their itch.io. Uh, but they've made a sequel oh, yeah. to that. Yeah. Celeste Classic 2. Uh, for people who don't know, uh, Pico 8 is kind of a game engine that is kind of more mm-hmm. uh, simplistic, uh, kind of like 8-bit graphics. Maybe not NES style, but something that's kind of very easy and beginner yeah. uh, type of engine to work on. Mm-hmm. So they made a sequel to that. Yeah. Uh, it's on their itch. You can find the link in the article, uh, as well as a link to the original. Uh, you can check that out if you like uh, Celeste and want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has a new protagonist named Lanny. Uh, she doesn't have air dashing powers, but she has a grappling hook. So you can check that out. Uh, let's see. Hitman 3. That just came out here about a week and a half ago. Uh, and the team at IO announced that it had already made back its money, development cost on this uh, game, uh, which is great to see. It's been a uh, a long, long trek for them getting to uh, their independent status mm-hmm. here as, and kind of wrapping up this Hitman trilogy. And it's great that it's doing really well for them. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have has some new DLC they're working on for it as part of the deluxe edition and all that. So they're working on some stuff here to come out uh, later this year. Excited about that. And yeah, uh, saw a game that uh, didn't happen. Uh, The Video Game History Foundation got its hands on some uh, details on a Midway game that... uh, Mm -hmm. That was their mid, uh, like arcade baseball game counterpart to like NBA Jam and NFL Blitz uh, called Power Up Baseball. Uh, and they got some videos here of it. And at the end, you can get like a, a ROM you can put in uh, MAME, I think it is, to play. Yeah, they kind of uh, mm-hmm. work to get it kind of finished uh, as best it can. It's not really mm-hmm. a finished game, but uh, to make it at least playable. 
there for MAME. And they got some talk with some of the devs that worked on it. Uh, lots of information about it uh, here. And the the thing they recovered comes from somebody named Chris Oberth, who passed away in 2012. Uh, he had worked on a version of Days of Thunder for the NES. Uh, but this was a it was part of a Chicago developer called Incredible Technologies, working on Bloodstorm, Time Killers, and Shuffle Shot. Uh, the Video Game History Foundation worked with his family to catalog and preserve mm-hmm. the work he left behind, uh, his source code and all that, uh, and found a complete archive of Power Up Baseball, uh, which yeah is just like a CDR that just has the word baseball written on it. Uh, which they found out was just this game. Uh, have a email there for people that might have also worked on it or know anything about it that so can let them know. But yeah, it was kind of a arcade baseball game. They describe has like yep. digitized graphics like a Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. or NBA Jam, so like kind of CG ish to it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here, uh, like very special moves, like pitching stuff, like a vintage pitch. Like an old timey kind of throw, the the pitcher mm-hmm. even goes black and white. During it, there's like a tornado pitch, a beanball pitch, underhand pitch, a uh, bunch of different kinds of uh, swings, uh, like a vintage swing. Yeah, the batter goes black and white while he's doing it. One where it turns into like a lightsaber, uh, a one arm swing, karate swing, grab and toss, where he kind of catches the ball, throws it up for an easier hit. Uh, and a caveman swing, which is like an overhand uh, swing, and the ball, the the bat turns into like a a club. It's a lot of little weird, wacky stuff with that uh, game. Mm. And yeah, it was going to be fully MLB licensed and all that. So you can see some of the screenshots of different players from back then. So yeah, it's a mm. neat little thing if you want to learn more about it and maybe even play it in Mame. Uh, you can check that out in the link. Uh, let's talk about another game that's not being worked on anymore Bleeding Edge uh, Ninja Theory's uh, multiplayer game that they released oh, yeah. somewhat shortly after getting acquired by Microsoft uh, it was kind of just an, a melee action multiplayer game and from what I've, yeah. from what I've seen it, people weren't really all that thrilled about it uh, some people probably got into it, but a lot of people just kind of bounced off of it. Yeah. And yeah, the uh, the dev team released a tweet mm-hmm. saying, "Go ahead." Nah, unfortunately, more or less. Yeah, it. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, the game for the one thing the game did have going for it was yeah. it had probably one of the most and uh, it's amazingly yeah, the put out a message on their Twitter saying design you'd see in a game uh, with like the this, studio but, now focusing on our new projects. Unfortunately, that Saga only gets Project so far. Mara and the Insight Project. We have decided that there will be no further content updates for Bleeding Edge. The game is still playable on Xbox and PC. Thank you to the fans who keep teaming up and causing chaos. So yeah, you can uh, still check it out. For the time being, uh, but nothing really new for it. And yeah, it's uh, thirty bucks on Steam, available on Game Pass if you have that. Uh, maybe not well worth it for the the, the paid version, but uh, yeah, you can still check it out for now. 
Let's see. Over to Sega, the Yakuza creator Toshihiro Nagoshi uh, has uh, changed roles. He was yeah. on the board of directors as their chief creative officer. Mm-hmm. He is stepping down from that because he's going to be the uh, creative director at Sega now. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, let's see where it says here. He's been there for 30 years, worked as part of AM2. Uh, alongside Yu Suzuki, so he worked on a lot of that stuff. Shenmue, All right. Virtua Fighter, Daytona Racing, Super Monkey Ball. But yeah, his uh, uh, Sega's kind of reorganizing all mm-hmm. their uh, internal management and organizational structuring. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they were already uh, having financial issues before COVID hit, but um covid really yeah which is why they sold off that part of their business you know a a lot of their income uh, is from the arcade and pachinko business and so yeah hopefully he's uh no arcades and pachinko open during the uh, pandemic good stuff to uh get a sega here for the next uh yep for the next year or so uh part of that seems to be uh sonic the hedgehog as they're heading towards a big anniversary Mm -hmm. i think their 30th anniversary Mm -hmm. Uh, but one person that will not be coming along for that ride is Roger Craig Smith, voice actor of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he announced that he mm-hmm. is uh, stepping away after 10 years uh, with the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sega confirmed that, saying Roger Craig Smith's portrayal of Sonic the Hedgehog is one that fans are sure to remember mm-hmm. for generations to come. Brought the character to life in a truly authentic way. I don't know what's authentic about Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, with the Sonic's signature attitude and flair, and we'll always be thankful to Roger for his contribution to the franchise. I'm going to bet that mm-hmm. uh, Ben Schwartz is going to be the new voice actor for Sonic. Mm. Probably, I think. Yeah, he's probably yeah, going to be the guy to take like the, one of the best uh, parts of the movie. Because I mean, he's always already uh, kind of been. And I sort assume of that that's the voice of Sonic in a lot of projects already. Doing that so. Uh, be interesting to see what they've got in the works for this year, mm-hmm. because we have no clue what else is going to happen for them. They've been mm-hmm. quiet on what they're doing for their 30th anniversary. Uh, for this, mm-hmm. I think uh, Zelda's 35th anniversary is this year, as well. So, mm-hmm. some big franchises getting their anniversaries uh, for 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, EA they uh, announced Skate Four a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were wondering like who was actually working on this, and they announced today that is a new studio called Full Circle and headquartered in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, the new skates uh, leader is Daniel McCulloch, mm-hmm. former general manager of Xbox Live and Microsoft. Yep. He was producer on uh, Forza Motorsport series, as well as Microsoft's first-party Connect games. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else is here. There's Darren mm-hmm. Chun and Chris Cuz Perry, Escape's creative leadership. Yeah, they were integral to the creation of the franchise and development of all three original games. So they're gonna help shepherd this new game. Uh, so that'd be cool to see. Whenever it happens, because we have no clue about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got a couple more stories here. Tencent returns again. They've bought a minority stake in Don't Nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, the developers of Life is Strange, Tell Me Why, and Vampire. Uh, yeah, they just say it's a minority stake. 
so it doesn't seem like they're taking full control of the mm-hmm. studio, uh, at least financially. But uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Clay, yep. hope it gives them uh, some yep. stability. Because it seems like, I think from another story nah. I saw, that uh, they're basically mm-hmm. done with Life is Strange. Square Enix is taking full control of that, and anything else they do with it will be with, uh, yeah. I think it's Deck 9. Or Deck 19, I forget what the name of that studio is that did the yeah. uh, the second Life is Strange game. Not Life is Strange 2, the, the one in the middle. Uh, that was mm-hmm. uh, really well liked, really well written. All that, despite it being made in a weird point yeah. where the, the general... Uh, yeah, that one. VA strike was happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's happening. Uh, let's see. Activision Blizzard back again. Uh, yeah. Responding to a call from the largest federation of unions in the country, which is also uh, the AFL-CIO, yeah. which is also a short shareholder in Activision Blizzard, submitted a proposal to uh, the SEC mm-hmm. asking for them to essentially uh, be required to interview diverse candidates when hiring Mm -hmm. for any position in the company, which they have responded by saying, while the company has implemented a Rooney rule policy as envisioned for director and CEO nominees, implementing a policy that would extend such an approach to all hiring decisions amounts to an unworkable, unworkable encroachment on the company's ability to run its business, compete for talent in a highly competitive fast-moving markets. For those that know, the Rooney Rule is a rule that is happening in the NFL for almost 20 years now, where it's required when you had a a head coaching position available, you're required Mm -hmm. to interview at least one uh, uh, diversity candidate, which hasn't necessarily resulted in many uh, black coaches and whatnot uh, getting jobs, but has at least required them to look at somebody. Uh, so it's like similar kind of proposal yeah. here in Activision. It's like we kind of do this for like people at the top of the company, uh, directors and CEO nominees, but we can't do that for every position, which seems mm-hmm. seems like a cop out on their part. It's like you could do this. Just literally ensure that you know not everybody is white that you're interviewing. Uh, I would assume that they get mm-hmm. uh, plenty of those kinds of uh, applications in from people that aren't white and just make sure to give a couple of them a call and say, like, hey, let's have an interview. Because mm-hmm. uh, they also mentioned that they have mm-hmm. a scholarship mentoring program for, quote, developing the best and brightest future diverse talent. So it's like, what's the point of that if you're not going to commit to this for uh, the rest of your talent mm-hmm. pool? So it just seems like corporates complaining that they have to do a little bit more work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. They did respond back. It doesn't seem like they are necessarily. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like they may be mm-hmm. doing some more stuff, but, but yeah, it's still thing that's every company should be working on. Mm. But yeah, that's a uh, division blizzard. Let's uh, wrap this up here. With uh, unfortunate news out of Scavenger's studio, uh, the developers at making uh, Seasons, 
for the PS5 and PC. Uh, also made the oh, the Darwin uh, crap Darwin yeah. project. Uh, that there had been a uh, at least one person that has uh, created a predatory and toxic work environment in the studio, mm-hmm. uh, centering around creative director Simon Derveau and his then romantic partner CEO mm-hmm. Amelie Lamarche. Uh, GameIndustry.biz has a uh, article with more details if you want to see that. Uh, some really yeah. messed up shit to the point of people suggesting like, hey, let's have uh, the woman that is the the main character in Seasons like be able to play a guitar. Yeah. I assume as a response to The Last of Us Part 2, having that being a, mm-hmm. a big part of what Ellie does in the game. And uh, the guy responds like, women don't play guitars. Maybe a ukulele. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Women can play guitars just as well as men. It's not some physical thing. Uh, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. more examples in that Game Industry Up Biz article, but uh, as a result of that stuff coming out, the yeah. uh, devs, uh, the studio has put uh, Simon Darvo on indefinite suspension from all responsibilities within the company and from the board of directors. An external auditing firm yeah. will conduct an independent workplace assessment and audit of our culture mm-hmm. and practices. Daisy Lily Best, currently Director of Operations, is appointed COO and will be reporting directly to the Board of Directors for the duration of the audit to ensure complete transparency and accountability. And the audit report Mm -hmm. will be shared in its entirety with the team and presented by Daisy to the Board for further actions to be be taken. I believe another part of the story is that the HR person was also involved Mm -hmm. in this as far as, like, being a shield for Simon Darvo and she has not had anything happening to her as a result of this. Uh, she might be on the, oh. the board, I think or higher up somewhere in the company now. Uh, so it seems like they still have work to do. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely something that kind of surprised people. Cause you see that trailer for seasons and you're like, Oh, that's nice. And you find out like the, the, the environment and the studio oh. behind it. As uh, anything but whatever that trailer has to show for you, definitely shows that uh, you kind of have to. Uh, can't expect the mm-hmm. the way the game is looking is exactly how the studio is. Whether it's inclusivity, uh, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to it. Sometimes uh, fucked up uh, atmospheres, teams, leaders, all that can result in beautiful games. Mm. Somehow it works out that way. Instead of being the mess that it maybe should be, shows uh, results yeah. to the people working on the actual game itself. Yeah, I believe the, mm-hmm. the Simon Darvo guy was uh, the director on Darwin Project and created this kind of shitty atmosphere around that game uh, for the studio that was the, yeah. the team that was yeah. working on it within that studio. On and at some point, he uh, pulled off of that because I think they've yep. they're essentially shutting down Darwin Project at some point mm-hmm. here. Uh, despite it not being out for all that long. Oh, uh, yeah. And decided to start working on Season. And people on that team were like, oh, God, he's coming over mm-hmm. here. Fuck. Basically knowing he was kind of shitty and hoping he would 
find something else to do instead of bothering with them. But now he was able to force himself onto the team and Mm -hmm. uh, lead to some shitty experiences for people. Unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully he gets uh, kicked out. Anybody else that helped him out Mm -hmm. with all this uh, and help uh, give them a chance to kind of uh, recenter the studio around a better, uh, a better environment for uh, everybody to be taken seriously and uh, fairly treated fairly. Mm -hmm. Because seeing what's happened with Ubisoft and still hasn't quite gotten over the hump of being believed to be in better shape, they've just they've just gone quiet. You know, they got rid of a few people, but maybe mm-hmm. not everybody they should have. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. Ubisoft basically just decided that to basically zip their yeah. lips and say nothing. Um, and yeah, uh, and to be, this I, studio, Scavenger Studio, I believe is. Uh, in Montreal. Yeah, I mean, you gotta remember that had company had been fostering of that toxic here. environment for over 20 years. Unfortunately, found them in some similar so, kind of Yeah, uh, they, they have not nearly as a result. fired the number of people that should be responsible. So yeah, hopefully uh, the people that have been most affected by this stuff get some justice and some peace so they can actually work on the game they want to work mm-hmm. on. Uh, so yeah, that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the show for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with a fresh slate of news mm-hmm. as we enter February. Uh, still early on in the year. Still don't have much of an idea of what's going on this year. Uh, be interesting to see when GDC rolls around, whatever mm-hmm. GDC is. I assume it'll be mostly an online event at this point. Uh, see what mm-hmm. kind of news comes out for uh, everybody see what kind of mm-hmm. stuff people have coming out. Uh, but yeah, for the time being, we'll just keep talking about what's, uh, coming out, what, uh, news we mm-hmm. have, what we've been playing. And, uh, yeah, thank you to Brandon for being on this week. Hopefully mm-hmm. you have a better, uh, a bigger crew this, uh, next week. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, that'll be Super Bowl Sunday. So we'll have to maybe, Alter the time a little bit uh, on that because uh, trying to get everybody to stop paying attention to that may not work out so well. But oh, yeah. You guys will still get the podcast around the same time. We should. Uh, we'll just have to figure out when we can uh, record it. So, all right. We'll see you all next week and uh, have a good one. <laughs>